Good morning. The Lord says, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. I want to welcome everyone to worship this morning. Whether you've been here for the past uh, 45 minutes or you are just arriving, whether you are here in person or you are joining us on Zoom or Facebook or YouTube or some other method that I'm not sure of, <laughs> it is so good for us to be together to worship our God. As we prepare our hearts to worship, I would invite you to use the words or the image on the front of the bulletin as a centering prayer as we listen to the prelude. What a blessing that was. Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit as we join together in the call to worship. Sing to God, all you peoples of the earth. Sing to, Sing to, Sing to, Sing to, Sing to, Sing to the Lord. 
to the one who rides through heaven. Listen for God's voice. How strong is our God. How amazing. You are an awesome God. You give strength and power to your people. Bless the God of creation. Praise be to our Lord. Let us join in our, our voices together as we sing hymn number 267, Come Christians Join to Sing. pray. Breath of God, renew us in this time of worship. Help us set aside thoughts that trouble us. Help us pause the challenges of the world that taunt us. Pour your spirit within each one of us that we may be re-spirited in this hour by your power and your grace. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Friends, 
Jesus tells us that repentance and forgiveness is to be offered in his name. Therefore, let us confess our sins to God, who assures us of new life through the power of Christ, redeeming love. Let us pray. Please join me in prayer of confession found in your bulletin. Gracious and loving God, we come before you as a people with a habit of forgetting. We live in the majesty of your creation, yet we fail to remember the Creator. We live with wonder of our bodies and the power of our minds. Yet we forget who made them. We have fallen too often for the lie that we belong to ourselves alone and that our stories are monologues. Help us to remember our histories. Help us to acknowledge and to give thanks for all of those who have made us who we are. Move us from isolation into communion that we may become the church that you would have us to be. Amen. And hear us as we confess to you in the silence of our own hearts. And hear this, the love of God goes under and over, around and through. The love of God cannot be bounded, thwarted or tamed. Through the power of that love, we are forgiven. Let us live now as, as forgiven and forgiving people. Beloved, we are called by Christ from suffering to renewal, from despair to hope. As witnesses for God's love for all people, let us show God's love for one another. Let us pass the peace of Christ to restore the broken places in our community. The peace of Christ be with you. The peace of Christ be with you always. with all of you and with all of you online peace be with you as we continue to share this peace i would invite any young people in our midst to come forward for a children's sermon Normally it's dad up here doing this. Mom got suckered into doing it. Can you say good morning to all of our friends?
Good morning. Good morning. Hi. All right. I'm going to start. Do you want to come take a seat, honey? And I am going to say a word, and I want you to think or to say the word that comes to your mind right away. Okay? So first word, let's say peanut. Peanut butter. (laughs) Peanut butter. What about star? Starfish. Ah, starfish. I like it. Okay. What about ocean? It's the first word that comes to your mind. Oceanologist. (laughs) Oceanologist. (laughs) What about love? someone sneezes bless you you say bless you right so when we say bless you to somebody do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing good thing you think it's a good thing what about you good thing good thing yeah a blessing is something good it's something that we can give to people maybe with our words like when we say bless you or maybe it's an object that we give like a gift right and in our bible story today jesus was ascending to heaven do you know that word ascended you say no you say no you don't know what it means ascended means to go up Yeah, Jesus was ascending into heaven and he was gathered with his disciples. And guess what he did before he left? What do you think he did? Gave them the Holy Spirit. Gave them the Holy Spirit. Back it up a little. (laughs) What do you think Jesus did before he ascended to heaven? He blessed them. He blessed them. When we give a blessing to somebody, it's because we love them or we care about them, right? So can you hold this for a second for me, Atticus? I care about you guys. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you a blessing. There you go. Hmm. There you go. What did I give you? You don't open it. It's a piece of paper. Wait a second. Does that feel like a blessing? Not really, right? (laughs) Well, that's because blessings are not just any kind of gift. They're a special kind of gift. They're gifts that we give people that they could use or maybe to encourage them. So what if I had given you a piece of paper that had a heart on it? Would that be a blessing? Yes. Yes. What do you think? Yes. Why would that be a blessing and not just a plain piece of paper? Because it's a heart. Which makes you think of what? Love. Makes you think of love. So maybe that would be my way of showing you that I love you, right? 
So guess what? When we get blessings, do you think that God wants us to keep all those blessings to ourselves? No. What do you think God wants us to do with our blessings? Give them. Give them. We give them to other people. We share them, right? So here's what I'm going to have you guys do. I have some cards, and I'm going to give them to you. And at the back table, what do we have on the table there? You were sitting back there. <laughs> All my stuff I'm working. All your stuff, yes. But what do we have that you could maybe do with your card? Crayons. Crayons. And okay, so we have crayons and markers on the back table. And I'm going to have you guys decorate these cards. And I want you to give them away as blessings. Just like Jesus blessed his disciples because he loved them and cared for them and he wanted them to know, you can bless people right here in church. Maybe draw a little picture or maybe you could write a little note and you can give it to anybody in the church as a way to bless them. Does that sound good? Does that sound like something you could do together? All right, can we pray first? All right. Dear God, thank you so much that you love us and care for us and bless us. Help us to take those blessings and give them to other people so that they can know your love and your care too. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Prayer for illumination. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, open our minds to see the power of Scripture to give life. Enlighten our hearts that we might see Christ in all whom we meet. In the name of the one holy and living God, to whom we give all glory. Amen. Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit as we sing together hymn number 475, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing.
Please be seated. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from Luke chapter 24, 44 through 53. Open your ears to hear the joy of God's word. Then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and see, I am sending upon you what my father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven, and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple blessing God. God, we thank you for your word, the story of your grace. In your family or your circle of friends, what are your goodbyes like? How do you say goodbye? Are they easy? A high five? See you later? Or are they elaborate? Long, drawn out affairs? Growing up in an, in an Italian family, <laughs> ours were the latter. To this day, we have to plan our exits, beginning our goodbyes at least 45 minutes before we aim to depart. Not only is there a plethora of people you need to embrace and kiss and say goodbye to, and God help you if you miss Aunt Teresa, <laughs> there are also the thousand and one mini conversations that you have to have before leaving that you somehow never got around to in the hours you've been together. There are the Tupperwares of food pushed into your hands that you have to balance on the rest of your farewell rounds. The charges to call or text when you get home. The incredulous questions to your kids as you're trying to make your exit. Where are your shoes? <laughs> there are many ways Jesus could have said goodbye, particularly given the brutality and betrayals of his last days. Now, if we only had Luke's gospel, Jesus' goodbye could seem a bit abrupt. Our text this morning comes on the heels of the story of Jesus coming alongside Cleopas and his friend walking to Emmaus, a story that ends with a note, the Lord has appeared to Simon, but we don't get that story. 
Then he gathers them together. They eat some broiled fish. He teaches them one last lesson before ascending into heaven. Of course, even if we take the other three Gospels, Jesus' post-resurrection activities are really not too varied. He appears to the disciples, shows himself to Thomas, joins them on a beach, tells Peter, tend my sheep. Then he's gone. The ascension of Jesus is told in both Mark in the longer ending of Mark and Luke's gospel. So if you don't read Mark's longer ending, it's only in Luke. Though they each put their own distinct spin on it, in Mark, Jesus was simply taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And this comes shortly after he scolds his disciples for their lack of faith and stubbornness. A scolding that you would get if you missed saying goodbye to Aunt Teresa. <laughs> Luke, on the other hand, is softer. And the core of this text is blessing. He blesses his disciples. And this blessing seems to continue even as he is taken up into heaven... A blessing that seemingly does not end. We don't know the details of what Jesus said, but it may not matter. We know a blessing when we hear it. It knows us. It speaks deeply to our needs, fears, and hopes. It sees someone for who she is or something for what it is. It looks with compassion past what some might see and pronounces good. To give blessing is to see with divine perspective. To bless or to partake in blessing is one of the holiest things we partake in. We are invited into many different types of blessings every Sunday morning when we worship together, though we might not always think of these acts in this way. Look through your bulletin this morning. Consider how many chances we have to bless and to be blessed. We pass the peace, blessing one another with a sign or an embrace. We affirm our faith or reaffirm our baptisms, as we will do in just a few minutes, remembering how we were first blessed and marked by God as God's own. We gather here at Christ's table, partaking in the blessing of a blessed meal. And then at the end of the service, we wake up <laughs> and we get our marching orders, remembering that we are blessed and commanded to go out into the world and bless the world. In a world that invites critique and celebrates perfection, blessing does not wait for perfection to arrive. Thanks be to God. Amen.
It recognizes, it names dignity and holiness, however imperfect the vessel. And one thing this world deeply needs from all of us is more pronunciation of blessing. Because here's the truth at the heart of the matter. Far from the purview of Jesus and clergy alone, this is the call of all Christians. It is not only the job of your preacher and your pastor at whichever church you belong to. It is not even just the work of a select few, properly trained and commissioned elders, properly trained and commissioned deacons. It is not even solely Jesus' job to bless. It is the responsibility of each and every one of us. You, 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 you. And perhaps our blessings are not to be limited just to one another. Though that is absolutely something our world desperately needs more of. Perhaps our blessings should extend to God and to all of creation. Noticing God, trees, birds, fresh baked bread, kids running around barefoot, blessing them and calling them good. To bless requires attentiveness, time, Humility and nerve. But how else should we who are created in the image of God behave? This is a story that we heard this morning that anticipates the Holy Spirit. Who after Jesus ascends is ready to finally join us as our co-worker in blessing. And blessings... And opportunities to be a blessing and to share a blessing are all around us. Every moment of every day, not just Sundays. Something which the Spirit is trying really hard to remind us of. If only we would pay attention. At the end of Luke, those gathered receive blessing. That continues as Jesus disappears into the clouds. What happens next is breathtaking. Jesus is gone. And his followers are not filled with sadness, but deep joy. Even as they themselves repay the favor and continuously bless God. So I want to invite you, right now, wherever you are seated, to raise a hand, and if you are comfortable, place it on a person next to you or near you, or simply place it near them in their direction, and then take your other hand and place it on your chest. 
And I want to encourage you to repeat after me. I bless you, my friend. I bless you, my friend. To be a blessing to the world. To be a blessing to the world. I am a blessing. To bless the world. I bless you, my friend. To be a blessing to the world. I am a blessing. Blessed to bless the world. I did it twice so that you'd really believe it. <laughs> Friends, you are blessed. We are blessed. Let's go return the favor. Amen. Affirm our baptism, but we're going to do it a little different. Um, these words are sometimes a little f- too familiar to us because we do them every time someone's ordained or baptized. If you have ever served as a deacon, I invite you to stand or to raise, lift your hands. If you have ever served as a ruling deacon, I invite you to stand or raise your hand. Ruling elder. See what happens. If you've ever, if you've ever, yep, if you've ever served as a minister of word and sacrament, I invite you to stand and raise your hand. You gotta keep them lifting, though, guys. Keep them, keep them lifting. If you've ever been baptized, I invite you to stand or lift your hand. Now I invite everyone who is able to stand. I don't know if you noticed, but right, almost everyone has served in some way or capacity, right? And even if you haven't been a deacon or an elder, you've been baptized. And we have a saying, your baptism is sufficient in the church. Sometimes I don't think we really believe that, right? (laughs) Sometimes we say, your baptism is sufficient, and then we say, okay, that's nice, keep going, right? But we say that because um, when you are baptized, we want you to know that God is going to use your gifts not just in these church walls, right? Your baptism is sufficient because God wants you to really know that you are standing in your faith. Your faith is gift given to you for a reason. You're bapti- Why do we baptize babies? Because what do they have to believe in order to be baptized? <laughs> right? Right? The gift of a baby is that they're cute and adorable and lovable and they're loved. Right? What does a baby have to do to be loved? Yeah, exactly. Right? Right? 
That's all a baby has to do. I have a rule. I suggest you adopt it immediately. Every baby is the cutest baby in the universe. Right? Because all a baby has to do to be loved is, is be a baby. And God knows that. Okay, you can be seated now, right? But but we're the body of Christ. So hopefully when we read this, we can affirm ourselves as we're all little babies to God. Because what do we know compared to God? Right? I mean, what do we know compared to God? And so what do we have to have to be loved by God? Right, right. And so our, our baptism is sufficient for our gifts. Let us reaffirm our baptism. Body of Christ, there is one body, many gifts. But the same God who activates them. There is one spirit. We exist together. God creates us and loves us exactly as we are. Every single race, all genders, and all abilities we are affirmed in God. Now you are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ and as individually members of it. We stand in faith in our baptism in the body of Christ. The ear cannot say to the hand, you do not belong. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? Think about how amazing it is that God has designed the church like the body and the body like the church. God arranged the body so that when one member suffers, we all suffer together. God arranged the body so that when one member is honored, We rejoice together. God has made the church so some are apostles, some are prophets, some are teachers, some heal, some give assistance, some lead, some speak in tongues, and some translate. Is everyone an apostle? Is everyone a prophet? Are all teachers? Does everyone do miracles? I wish, right? Can everyone do miracles? Can everyone speak tongues? No. God fits different gifts for different tasks. But if you enter into the community of the church, you do not have to do everything yourself. But instead, you see the great work that Jesus Christ is able to do. Remember your baptism, friends. Amen.
And now the invitation to the offering. Friends, we have a glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. The immeasurable gift of God's grace with great thanksgiving. Let us offer our lives to the Lord.
And now for the prayer of dedication. Endless source of life, pour your blessing upon the gifts we bring before you. Bless our giving and your abundance for the restoration of all people. Through our offering, may those who are weary be energized. May those who feel forgotten find a home. With the joy of your grace filling our hearts, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Jesus says, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. If you are thirsty for the grace of God, come to the table. Trust in the one who gives us the bread of life and living water, that we may never hunger and thirst again. In a moment, you will be invited to come forward to receive communion. You will come down by the center aisle. You will be handed a piece of bread. You can eat it then, or you can take it back with you, and then you can take a cup, which we invite you to take back with you to your seats uh, to consume when you are ready. And please return by way of the side aisles. If you are unable to come forward for any reason, uh, please just wait and we will bring communion to you. Uh, and please note that we only use gluten-free bread, gluten bread and grape juice so that everyone feels welcome at the table. But now, friends, let us pray. The Lord be with you. And with those whose hands brought these gifts to us. And also with them. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So we thank you, God, for your creation. For your creation, For you so loved the world, you gave us your Christ child. Thank you, God, for your salvation. For your salvation, thanks. Our story begins with a seed in the ground, watered, tended, and harvested with human hands. The wheat is prepared for baking by the craft of human hands. This is the bread Jesus blessed, broke, and shared. Similarly, In the vineyard, the seed was sown, watered, tended, and harvested by human hands. The grapes were crushed, the juice collected by the craft of human hands. This is the cup Jesus blessed, poured, and shared. Take, eat, and drink in remembrance of Jesus and those who brought him to you. Christ is God, Christ is risen, Christ is again, Christ is sown, 
Christ will sweet, Christ will nourish again. Transforming Spirit, we ask your blessing upon the workers in the field and the vineyard, the laborers who prepared and brought these gifts to us, and upon your community gathered here. Transform these common elements, we pray. We praise you, O God. It is from you that these blessings flow. We praise you, O God, for your people. We honor you, Creator, Christ, and Holy Ghost. Amen. And hear us as we pray together the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Before we share in our prayer of thanksgiving after communion, I have uh, just a couple of things to share. Reminder, we've got goodies. Join us. Um, also, for Hamilton Union, um, please make sure you note all of the announcements in the bulletin. We've got a lot going on, including a book study coming up in June, uh, beginning in June. Take a look at that uh, and let me know if you have any questions. Um, and I do want to share, we had uh, two members who had significant surgeries on Friday. Uh, both Trudy and Danielle came through their surgeries very well. Uh, Trudy came home Saturday morning, um, and I think she was dancing out the door. Um, and Danielle came through her surgery very well, uh, and she will be uh, continuing to stay at uh, Albany Med through probably most of this next week, hopefully coming home Thursday or Friday. Um, so continue to pray for both of them. Uh, keep them in your prayers uh, as they begin this process of healing. Uh, and I also want to give a big thanks to Ginny Coleman uh, for the flowers on the communion table this morning uh, in memory of her daughter uh, who died a year ago, I believe. Um, Ginny, uh, thank you for gracing our sanctuary with these beautiful flowers, uh, but we also think of you and pray for you uh, in this time. Friends, let us join our... Oh, yes. Danielle's Meal Train. Uh, my wife reminds me. Um, Danielle's Meal Train is still up, and there are plenty of um, spots available to help to bring her a meal. It does look a little overwhelming when you look at it, all of her dietary restrictions. Um, there are some recipe ideas given on it. You do not have to do those recipes. She likes chicken and veggies and rice. So something very simple like that uh, to help feed her and Camille uh, in this time uh, while she's recovering is very, very welcome. Um, and if you have any questions about that, uh, please speak to Elena. Let's join our hearts together as we pray. God of abundance, with this bread of life and cup of salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth with your blessing in the power of your spirit, that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Lord. We are blessed to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Let us rise in body or remain upright in spirit to sing our final hymn, number 772, Live Into Hope.
beloved. Christ is lifted up. As he withdrew, he offered a blessing. Receive this blessing today and go share it. And be commissioned to serve God in this world. Offer healing to the broken, care to the empty, transform the world through your faithfulness. Go to walk in the ways of peace with the Holy Spirit beside you, reminding you of who you are and whose you are. Amen. Amen.